Bitcoin spot ETF delayed once again, Ethereum hits 10 billion in revenue and why Chainlink might be the better altcoin option this season. That and more in the crypto market talk this week. I'm back from the vacation and now we're looking at Bitcoin, for example, this week. Some interesting news happening on the spot ETF front. Then we have some interesting uh, developments on Ethereum. We will also talk about Stella Lumens and some new stuff on their platform. And then, of course, Chainlink, why this might be the alternative altcoin. Let's jump right into this major news story, the Bitcoin spot ETF specifically the one from ARK Invest 21 shares has been delayed as well as the Global X Bitcoin Trust. The new deadlines for the spot ETS for the SEC to either accept or reject them are the 10th of January in 2024 for ARK Invest and the 21st November 2023 for Global X. Now, surprisingly, the SEC has decided earlier than the previous deadline to actually postpone the entire thing. And the US politicians are actually forcing the SEC to make a decision fairly soon. They're saying, look, guys, you lost the legal battle just a couple of weeks ago against Grayscale. Why are you waiting on accepting this Bitcoin spot ETFs? A lot of influencers are saying we have now 106 days until the spot ETF either has to be accepted or rejected because for ARK Invest it was the last option to postpone the decision and for Global X they still have one more go so potentially they could postpone it. And that essentially means 10th of January might be the deciding factor. Some influencers are saying look guys these spot ETFs are going to get approved. There is an 80 to 90% chance. And if they're getting approved, all of them will be approved. So we have an interesting list of interesting spot ETFs here, around eight to 10 spot ETFs being launched. I still expect, for example, the Ethereum futures ETF to be launched fairly soon, but that of course is a whole different product. Then next up, we have this interesting statistic saying Bitcoin ordinals haven't wrestled block space from money transactions. Glassnode, the on-chain analytics company, has analyzed the last couple of months in terms of transaction fees and miners fees and looked at the block space. And it does look like the ordinals are only taking around 20% of their original share. That essentially means that while the transaction fees have increased Increased, the minor fees have increased, the ordinals, so potentially NFTs, for example, on Bitcoins, were not the main driver of this. They are actually using the cheaper block space that is remaining and not being used for financial transactions. So essentially, if you have a financial transaction, you pay the higher fees to get this transaction through. But if you have an ordinal, you're okay with waiting a bit longer and maybe even getting your transaction through a bit later at the stage. Interestingly though, BRC20 tokens, so the equivalent of the ERC20 tokens on Bitcoin are still being used. In February of this year, it was a whole hype cycle that lasted for about two to three months. But since then, we haven't heard a lot. They still exist, but again, around 20% of the transaction fees or minor fees are being paid because of ordinals. 
looking at the Bitcoin chart here, we can see a very interesting pattern here. We can see though it has made some higher lows, but now it seems to be indecisive of what to do next. So we've had this pattern already from March up until June, and then it made this major jump, and now it looks exactly the same. So will we see another jump up until the 31K, maybe with the approval of a spot ETF? And if not, I do think the 22,000 US dollar line here could be in place. So potentially we might go down just a little bit to actually touch this line here. And if we even cross this, then it looks uh, looks a bit bitter. A lot of people have still been saying between 12 to 15,000 for Bitcoin's price. But to be honest, with a Bitcoin spot ETF being approved, I don't see that happening. But the 20s or lower 20s, in my opinion, are still an option. Next up, we have this interesting headline saying that Ethereum reached 10 billion in revenues faster than Facebook and Microsoft. It took roughly 7.5 years for Meta to achieve the historical milestone of 10 billion. Maybe we can have a look at the graphic here as well. And we can see here took Adobe the longest, then Microsoft. We have Shopify here. We have now we have Salesforce and all these different companies. Meta took a bit longer than Ethereum and Alphabet was actually the fastest and it looks like for ethereum it took around like i said uh, less than seven and a half years for meta a bit longer here as well now what do these fees entail of course we're talking about the gas fees so the transaction fees you have to pay in order to get a transaction through that of course makes ethereum or the ethereum ecosystem so powerful because you can use the gas fees for essentially creating an nft sending it doing an, a DeFi transaction maybe even trading a coin and so on and so forth so you have this one structured uh, gas fee system for the entire ecosystem looking at the chart we can see the following here we can remove this maybe clean up the chart a bit here as well here the lower end of around a thousand US dollars might still be in play but for me right now the interesting part is around a thousand four hundred which we came uh, very close in the last couple of days but still we are uh, we are not there yet so I do believe the 1426 is an interesting one and then maybe this support turned resistance could be of interest as well so 1325 US dollars could be next then we have interesting news from Stellar Lumens. The Meridian Conference is running currently in Madrid, Spain, and one of their partners, Circle, has launched their native Euro stablecoin on Stellar. So the Euro stablecoin was already available on Ethereum and Avalanche, and now you can also trade it on Stellar Lumens. Now, Stellar Lumens has always been used for essentially uh, using uh, transactions between different companies countries so if you want to send money to a foreign country you can use the Stellar network they already also bought MoneyGram in order to facilitate this entire process and the thing is with the Stellar Lumen chart not a lot has changed so of course we've had this pre-pump here essentially that showed that Stellar Lumens had some bit of a strength maybe even with the Ripple case as well but since then it has slowly grinded down as well and a Euro 
stablecoin on the platform doesn't seem to change a lot here so for now i want to see this line hold at least the 11 cent line and then next up we need to break 13.4 in order to see a bit of higher numbers here as well then we have Chainlink. Chainlink has moved on to layer two as well, quite interestingly, specifically to Arbitrum for their cross-chain de uh, decentralized app development. So the CCIP protocol has launched on Arbitrum. That essentially means the cross-chain interoperability protocol, allowing people on the Arbitrum network to also use a Chainlink in order to build decentralized applications. Now, on one side, you have have this very positive news that Chainlink is moving to layer two this is great so they can finally scale a bit more but on the other side you also have this issue Chainlink downplays worries after users notice quiet change to multisig and before I jump into this let's also have a look at compared the link price to the others so Chainlink was long sitting at around six US dollars and since the uh, couple of announcement it has done in the last couple of weeks one notably obviously with Swift so Chainlink's uh, co-founder Sergey Nazarov was at the Swift conference giving a presentation there we have Chainlink partnering with RB but at the same time again with uh, this good performance comes a bit of downplay from Chainlink specifically they were talking about the multi-signature wallet which has moved from a four of nine to a four of eight and what does that essentially mean it means that four people out of eight now need to agree on a specific change for Chainlink to implement this chain so usually when you use multi-signature it means multi multiple people are involved this is a security measure super healthy of course but four of nine was obviously more difficult than four of eight and essentially let's say uh, in summary the entire DeFi industry so vcs DAOs, devs everyone is colluding to hide the fact that if five people chosen by Chainlink ever decide or are forced to go rogue the entire DeFi ecosystem can be intentionally destroyed in the blink of an eye and this is an issue that has been kind of uh, sweeped under the rug for a while now. But again, Chainlink is saying, look, everything is normal. It's a standard rotation we're doing here. Uh, everything is normal, but essentially Chainlink can be centralized if you look at it from that perspective. Looking at the Chainlink price again, Chainlink seems to uh, feel really well in this zone here that we've uh, defined. So essentially the price up until uh, 920 from uh, around 549 we can see here kind of trading back and forth back and forth back and forth but i want to see this line of around nine dollars and 20 to break before i would actually take this trade for until then i would actually still try to short from this position and long from this position in order to trade the chain link price that was it from the crypto market talk this week make sure that you subscribe to not miss any other crypto news i'll see you on the next one have a good one